We have reached episode 11 in our first season. This, this, and one more to go. We have been exploring ideas on setting your personal compass, sketching out one, five, and ten-year objectives in your different areas of life. Our last segment hit on actual examples in the domain of your personal health. Today, we will attempt to take a shot at your personal wealth. Full disclosure, this uh, segment was initially going to heavily reference Kobe Bryant, uh, which seemed relevant as people celebrated his birthday uh, earlier in the week. But I will admit that I paused the episode after the events in Wisconsin where another shooting involving police and a black man led to more protest and even pro and college sports teams boycotted uh, for change. This podcast is not geared to current events or politics. And with that tragedy and then COVID-19 still being a problem and everything else going on, uh, talking shop on basic financial guidelines seemed a bit irrelevant. But it actually worked out okay because by the end of the week, yet another tragedy tied everything together and even reminded us why we should continue with our own personal plans and our hopes and our dreams and why our show must go on no matter the strife that we see around us currently. The tragedy I'm referring to in this morning's news was Chadwick Boseman's death at the age of 43. Very talented, famous actor, but for our purposes, his death also revealed his four-year battle with colon cancer dating back to 2016. The best kept secret I can recall among public figures, and Bozeman not only didn't tell anybody publicly, but and he darn sure didn't complain, but he then proceeded while sick to give us ridiculously good performances as Jackie Robinson, Thurgood Marshall, The Black Panther, among several others. And if you recall, a prior episode uh, on this podcast discussed Jim Valvano, uh, whose speech while literally dying with cancer a few days later, inspired everyone who listened and led to millions of dollars in cancer research. Well, Bozeman, in my opinion, has one-upped Jimmy V, and he has inspired not just black kids, but a whole generation of young people with his talent, even as he was quietly facing his own mortality. I know he wasn't really a superhero like Black Panther, but his grace and strength to do that over the last four years was as heroic as humans get. So here's a clip of him at a college graduation uh, speech during this particular time period. You would rather find purpose than a job or career. Purpose crosses disciplines. Purpose is an essential element of you. It is the reason you are on the planet at this particular time in history. Your very existence is wrapped up in the things you are here to fulfill. Whatever you choose for a career path, remember the struggles along the way are only meant to shape you for your purpose. When I dare to challenge the system that would relegate us to victims and stereotypes with no clear historical backgrounds, no hopes and talents, when I questioned that method of portrayal, a different path opened up for me. The path to my destiny. When God has something for you, it doesn't matter who stands against it. So clearly, as you listen to that, if, if he can have the strength to find his purpose, to inspire others, and maintain his passion to do it at the highest level, even while dying with cancer, I think even an average guy like me can handle a 10-minute podcast this week. So we are going to go ahead and hit the average man's three basic notions on financial wealth. 
and you will find that they follow a similar outline as we discussed on health and fitness last week. Really the same guidelines you follow in any area that you try to map out. Uh, number one, always clear your clutter first or clean out your closet as we quoted from an Eminem song a few sessions back. So in the area of finances, this is no different. Your immediate one-year goal is always to erase debt or overhead that limits your options. The old quote that says money doesn't buy happiness is a bit incomplete. It does buy freedom, which then allows you to seek and find that happiness. And it works in reverse as well. So not just acquiring money, but also reducing your obligations for that money uh, can get you the same freedom. It is addition by subtraction. So whether simply scheduling a payment plan to eliminate a certain debt or spending less by better managing your grocery shopping or your electricity usage or how often you eat out or doing something more drastic such as downsizing your home to reduce your monthly obligations, your first step should always be to make sure you are living below your means. Now, number two, typically thought of for your five-year objective but if you have a handle on your debt and spending, you can speed right into working on this in your first 12 months. And that is developing multiple sources of income. Now, some Twitter circles will call this a side hustle. And much like the health and fitness craze, uh, there are now ample YouTube and social media uh, guides, instructions, examples of how to do this. My average man advice is just to make sure you do not pay for any such material. It is out there and can be learned through books and newsletters and videos for free. The biggest hurdle expressed to me over the years is more about what to do. Uh, what could I possibly start or build into income over the next one to five years while still doing my day job that I need to survive? And for that answer, I remind you of the notes from our earlier episodes. So A, expect first that you will need patience. In this case, there are no get-rich-quick schemes that actually work. And rich is not even the goal, as we will point out in your 10-year thoughts in just a bit. You do need, however, exponential growth to your wealth over time. And typically, your one job for someone else is not going to pay you enough or value your time enough to get you the wealth that you are worth. Uh, so you are starting multiple income streams, maybe passive income with a rental property, maybe a part-time gig giving weekend or evening music or sports lessons to kids, for example, uh, if that's in your expertise. That's how I got into part-time coaching, for example, that turned into much more as it went. But know that it takes thought and energy and sweat and time. So picture Jessica McCaskill, who spent seven years getting up at 3 a.m. to develop her skills as a boxer while still working her regular job at a stock brokerage. And with that perseverance, she just became world champ this month at age 35. Uh, but it does take some work. So B, know that any business uh, journal will tell you that at least four out of five, and perhaps a little more than four out of five, startup ventures do not last. So expect to fail and then have to adapt and start over. And that's okay because you expect to alter your compass as you go anyway. It is yours and completely flexible. And as you live and learn and change over time, your future vision should change too. So that's totally fine. C, since you are going to add that extra work and possibly fail, the most important thing is to pick something that you already like to do or that you are already good at doing. Like the health plan last episode, 
exercise at what you like until you actually enjoy exercising. Uh, same works here. Work at what you like to do until you like your side gig and the income or the freedom that it can create or until you make it into something so great that it consumes your mind and your heart and maybe even becomes your primary focus. And for this, I will go ahead and reference Kobe Bryant in his birthday week and let his advice stand for mine. Hello everyone. I'm so sorry I can't be with you tonight. However, I couldn't completely miss the chance to take a moment to share some thoughts with all of you. The lesson I cherish the most is how important it is to love what you do. If you love what you do and it's making you happy, all the hard work and perseverance will pay off. I once had a guidance counselor tell me that I shouldn't play basketball, that it would never amount to anything for me. His negativity towards me made me stronger. You can't stop people from trying to live in your dreams, but you can stop it from becoming your reality. Your dreams are up to you. I encourage you to always be curious, always seek out things you love, and always work hard once you find it. So with that, I'll let you carry on with your evening. Please know I'm thinking of you. So it's Kobe Bryant, as usual, with good thoughts as you pick anything to do in life, but they definitely apply to you as you are seeking greater wealth and multiple income streams over the next one to five years. But lastly, as you peek down a whole decade, your 10-year notions will be a bit vague when it comes to money. Your ideas and plans will evolve as your wealth and resulting freedom does. Uh, more so with money than most things, what you do the next one to five years dictates your options and your visions that come to mind down the road in 10 years. Uh, the only average man advice for now is to remember the ultimate goal is not some number in your head. It is definitely not to compare or have more than someone else. And it absolutely is not to hoard up money and not help people along the way. If you manage to acquire wealth, do not leave your character and empathy at the bank with that cash. Your only selfish goal in this, in the wealth game, is freedom. To have minimal stress and do what you want. And for this lesson, I leave you with a pretty good sermon from John Goodman as he told it to Mark Wahlberg in the movie The Gambler. You get up two and a half million dollars, any asshole in the world knows what to do. You get a house with a 25 year roof, an indestructible Jap economy shitbox, you put the rest into the system at three to five percent to pay your taxes and that's your base, get me? That's your fortress of fucking solitude. That puts you for the rest of your life at a level of fuck you. Somebody wants you to do something, fuck you. Boss pisses you off, fuck you. Own your house, have a couple bucks in the bank, don't drink. That's all I have to say to anybody in any social club. Would your grandfather take risks? Yes. I guarantee he did it from a position of fuck you. A wise man's life is based around fuck you. The United States of America is based on fuck you. You're a king. You have an army, greatest navy in the history of the world. Fuck you, blow me. Fuck it up ourselves which we have done beautiful fuck you position lost forever. Okay, as said at the top, the show must go on, and we will wrap up season one on your personal compass this coming week. Hope you're finding a useful idea or two along the way. If you are, or if you have questions or suggestions for season two, you can always leave a review on Apple or Spotify or wherever you're listening.